Welcome back to another episode of Bopcast, where it is my job to break down the moments and the stories that changed people's lives and also go a little bit off topic, delve into some things we wouldn't normally delve into in regular life on this uncensored and raw podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ryan Sullivan, also known as Sully Bop. I'm a rapper, producer, DJ, and podcaster here from New Jersey. And today on the show, I have my friend Gino, also known as G the Rapper. G and I created a song together. It's called Easy to Call. And uh, you can go check that out. Link in the description for that. We're also planning a video there. So uh, we got connected on Instagram through another podcast guest, Sean Nastalon. And since then, we've been good friends. I actually got interviewed on his podcast. Today, we touch on real estate, music, uh, his strategy to releasing music, which I'm really impressed with and I need to implement myself. We also talked about relationships, wide ranging conversation today, uh, but definitely valuable and a lot of fun to record it with him. So hope you enjoyed the episode. Just don't forget that our sponsor today is SodaBeats.com. Soda, just like uh, Pepsi or Coca-Cola, S-O-D-A-B-E-A-T-S.com, SodaBeats.com. Com, the easiest and best way to create rap and hip-hop beats online today. So without further ado, let's get to the episode with G, the rapper. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Bobcast. And today on Bobcast, I have my friend Gino. Um, Gino and I connected. Um, yeah, man, we connected through Sean, actually, who is, um, that was two episodes ago. I had Sean on, which was an incredible podcast um, through one of his groups is where we connected. I'm really glad we did, man, because I just feel like we both kind of respected like what each other was doing as far as like in the music um, and beyond, and with your podcast as well, man. So it's just, uh, it felt natural. Uh, you had me on your podcast really really, you know, grateful for that. And, um, really nice conversational episode, which I love. Um, those are my favorite types of episodes, man. Um, and so then it went from that to us doing a song together as well. And we're going to be doing a video for it too. So man, thank you so much, Gino, for being here. Um, if you could just, you know, let people know who you are, what you do. And then from there, we're just going to kind of see where the conversation takes us. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And, um, yeah, for real. I'm, I feel like we definitely respected each other and, uh, saw some like common interests or just um, ambition and here we are. Um, yeah, man, like, like, uh, like you said, Gino, uh, I rap, I'm working on a podcast, um, multiple things, man. I'm, I'm learning how to mix and master and produce my own shit. That's the most recent, um, that's the most recent hat that I've tried to put on. Um, but yeah, just all around creative, man. I mean, down to like shooting my last two videos myself and editing them and getting into that. Um, yeah, I would just, I, at this point, I don't even put a label on it. Like when people ask me, like, do you do music? Yeah, I guess that's the most broad way of saying it. Cause I don't want to limit myself to like rapper or even artist sounds like fucking bougie sometimes. I just say like, I create shit and do shit and move my ass. So that that would be the that would be the bio i love it man and cheers man cheers to the podcast brother and drink wine yeah yes, word. Sir. um and sh- yeah to your podcast uh, i'll shout that out right now just just because it's relevant vino with gino um where gino sits down you know you have a drink and you you know enjoy this kind of conversational interview um but there and Vin- gino there's you know three five eight different directions i can go right now but i definitely since we did um you were talking about the music i totally agree with you as far as like um you know being 
it's weird. Being an artist is weird. It's like you don't want to classify yourself. You don't want to put yourself in a box and have people not listen just because they assume something about you or they assume something about how your music sounds or how your production sounds or something like that. So totally understand. Um, I'd love to definitely go down that too, but I really want to start with um, with your with music itself and wh- what got you into rapping and like where did you start with that? How did you get into it? And then where I definitely would like to touch on what you're doing now, but just want to go from that start. I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess the beginning of it was the first time I remember like writing rhymes and shit was in seventh grade in my like study period. And I honestly don't even, I mean, I've always been a fan of rap, like rap's always been, I, I listen to all music. Um, my father definitely like put me onto that. My father listens to every kind of music there is. And, um, but I always gravitated more towards rap. Like I had the Eminem show CD in a fucking Walkman in fourth grade. Like I was listening to some shit that I shouldn't have been listening to very early. Um, and I always gravitated towards rap. And then yeah, seventh grade study hall started writing rhymes. It was mainly because I guess like the emotions and feelings I was having when my parents got divorced and I was just like venting and shit. And it was just like cat in a hat. And for years, bro, I I guarantee you, I have it somewhere in my room. I'm a fucking hoarder. So, uh, I have some of those rhymes that I, I wrote in seventh grade study hall. If I look hard enough, uh, absolutely. Uh, but I'd probably be embarrassed and fucking hate myself. So no, uh, but yeah, bro, that was pretty much it. And then for a while I was just writing shit for myself. Uh, and the couple close friends or family that I would share it with once in a while. Um, I'm trying to think what started like actually making music with those raps. I guess it would be Instagram videos, like just freestyling and fucking putting the camera on myself. Like that was the, that was the beginning of it. And then I had a battle rap page and we were going back and that was like me gaining the confidence to like share it with people was seeing, oh, people fucked with this battle rap stuff and people liked my videos of me freestyling. All right, let me actually start making songs and then realizing like, oh, my rapping got a a shit ton better since I was 12 years old in study hall, but I still don't know how to make fucking music because rapping and making a song is two different things. And as someone with just a rapper mentality at the time, or just a rhyme, more like a word, like I love the fucking words of it. Um, you realize like, Oh, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and I'm starting over. And that was me two years ago, pretty much like, is yeah. that when, so is that when that may, gave you a shift towards, I need to produce? Like, what was the thing that popped in your head then? Was that the motiv- next motivation of, that's what happened to me. I went to a studio, um, you know, I was recording a little bit, um, basically got shown the ropes uh, to an extent, like never had seen a studio before or anything. And these beats are $500, $600. I'm like, and they're bangers though. So I'm like, dude, I literally like, I need to produce. Um, so if that's, if that's what you went through, then I went through the same thing. But is that really what happened? I mean, yeah, it wasn't even cause to be completely honest with you, producing is the, is my lowest, is like my lowest ability out of all of it. It was really, um, I don't know. I found, I know it's not the best thing in the world, but I found pretty cheap least beats on YouTube. And I was like satisfied dude, enough with that. That's the best start because why invest 500? That's what I was at. I was like, I was, exactly. I knew I was going to do YouTube B and I did them. That was my first seven songs, 10 songs, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. So with me, it was, with me, it was also, um, it was mainly the studio time. It wasn't even the production of it. It was like everywhere that I would try, like, you know, my stepfather uh, used to be a music producer and he DJs and stuff and he knows a bunch of people and um, 
he had this producer who's like the real deal who like works for fucking who like freelances for like record labels um he had him record some of my first couple songs and the dude was fucking awesome and it was great and it was a great learning experience but it was expensive as fuck and he was cutting me a break but that was just his rate so i'm not gonna argue with a fucking professional or a, or a friend a family friend doing a favor but at the end of the day it's just like it cost me a thousand dollars to make a four song ep and I was like, you know what, this is a great learning experience, but I can't afford to fucking do this. Um, so, I mean, the beat, the beat thing, I kind of was satisfied with YouTube. I got a friend um, who I went to high school with named James Perez. He made the, the beat for the song that we did together. Super talented. Uh, and he's been feeding... Yo, he's fucking awesome. And, and I love it, too, because he's not just someone who just makes beats on his computer. This kid, like, plays instruments, and he's, like, musically inclined in a way that I am not. And not, not just that I am not and that I'm aware enough to know that I don't have the time. Like, this is what I want to focus on. So that's a good, that was a good pair. And, um, yeah, so my focus is just mixing, mastering, engineering, learning logic, getting the right equipment getting plugins, learning about what splice is. Shout out to Aaron. I had no idea what that was before Aaron. Um, rainy days. And um, yeah, that's been my focus, bro. Because I just, like I said, I realized like rapping and making music is two different fucking things. Oh, you know? don't. And a lot of and people don't realize. You know what it is too, not to hop in there, but like I have to because rapping and songwriting and making music and producing music and mixing mastering music and then promoting music and distributing music. it's like yo there there every level of music i always tell told artists this when i i used to do marketing for artists um i i used to tell them this every time you have to do everything you just don't have to do it yourself but meaning you do need marketing or you do need content or you do need a manager or you do need um a producer because like yeah when it comes to and same thing for me dude i produced all my own beats i did an album and an ep all produced um by myself and then i went i barely even have time to focus on my writing like how am i gonna write produce release market all that stuff so same thing happened to me found a brilliant producer who was a concert pianist same thing, Muse, an actual musician who then transitioned to Beats, who ended up being an incredible producer. And then I'm like, oh, my God, this is actually how it's supposed to be. You're actually like, I mean, maybe it's, you know, for some people, but not others. But still, at least for me, I said, this is how this is supposed to be. He's supposed to produce because he doesn't he knows my sound better than me. He knows the beat better than I even know the beat for the song, you know? So that's really what happens with these guys. It's like you're doing what you're great at. Yeah, you got to just find what you want to focus on or just and then f find the people that want to focus on the other things. You know what I mean? I mean, because my boy Perez, he raps also, but I feel like he spends more time definitely making beats than rapping. You know what I mean? He does both. But I feel like where I spend more time writing than even mixing and and recording the actual music he spends more time making beats and fucking with that kind of shit than than rapping you know what i mean so you got to just everyone just um everyone's passion level for different things is and then there's some things that you have to do regardless of how passionate like the marketing aspect of it like that if you're working on a budget if you don't have the time you have to be everything like you just said you got it you can build a team and shit and and hopefully you have that tight group of people but i definitely didn't so i was like fuck i'm either gonna pay for somebody to do this or learn how to do this shit myself you mm -hmm. know um the marketing aspect too bro i've spent hours just going on youtube and figuring out different ways to facebook market and whatever and 
I've definitely learned from the two, three times that I've run ads, like how to do them more efficiently. You just need the money to play with and the time to do it. You know. And you mentioned Aaron too, Rainy Days dude. He's been on this podcast too. Super talented artist and uh, somebody I've been following for. Um, for a few years, man. And like, he does that too. He's like, he, that's what he was telling me. He's like, I learned this ad stuff, man. Like I paid companies to help me that like, I didn't like the results or it was fake or whatever. Um, or like, I just didn't, it didn't feel right to have somebody else do it. Ended up taking some lumps, spending some money, then learning it. So like from all these different artists, I'm realizing like, oh, some people like are better at kind of what you said, certain parts of that process. Okay. Then you do that. But if production now the thing with Aaron, I don't know. I feel like he just can do all the things. But um. <laughs> yo, he's the best. Yeah, he's For the best. Right? And not only that, he's just very. He's just very um, like studious. And about his mindset it. is like unstoppable. Every- That's the thing. It's very studious. Yeah, very yeah, bro on track. Every time I've every time I see him, and it's been less and less often, like between COVID and shit, we haven't seen each other in a minute. But every time when we used to hang out, and I used to record at his house and shit, every time I saw him, he had some new shit that he was that he learned, that he was thinking about, that he's getting better at. And I just like took that because for the longest time, bro, I said, ah, I can't mix, I can't master, I can't do this shit. And not to like discredit uh, him, but when I saw him do it, I said, I could fucking do like let me just put my head behind it and I can do it. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, not to diminish his, uh, doing it, but you know, it, it not at all. No, it actually, it's just pure motivation, man. It's, it's just actually you seeing yeah, yeah. Aaron, Aaron rainy days, an independent rapper learning the entire process from scratch and being able to do it effectively. Okay, cool. I can do that. Right. And that's on some rush shit, dude. Like that's, and that's yeah, the yeah, vibes yeah, yeah, that yeah. I get from you. Not even the take the easy to call, uh, album art, right? Very Russ. Love it, though. People s- reach out to me and said, I love this album cover. Love how you guys did it that way. I'm like, I have nothing to do with that, but I love it, too. Like, it, yeah, like, people reach out to me, and I'm like, yo, all G, like, he had that. And, like, that, And but that got me a Russ vibe. Your um, work ethic as far as content, Russ vibe. Um, your release schedule, Russ vibe. Um, and I'm just taking all these, not, all these kind of, you know, tidbits of information and seeing how you're doing it. Same with Aaron. Like, when you, and same thing with you, where it's like, you look at your page and you know by the content like you know somebody goes there they either like you or they don't they either are a fan they're gonna follow you or they're not but you're not giving them like oh you're gonna get a little bit of this and a little bit of that. it's like no nah, dude i'm rapping like i'm doing my thing same thing with rainy days it's like dude his like his visuals or his album art or whatever it is it's all has a form and a structure and like you either like it or you don't you know um yeah, yeah. and you can tell who the person is a little bit off mm-hmm. of that also yeah bro i i'm i mean russ is the fucking blueprint right now um and i just related to him even more so because he's originally from jersey i'm originally from new york he we're both sicilian um similar like family from what i know about i'm not like a fucking super fan but from what i know about him similar like family background drama shit um and the same kind of drive of like i'm gonna do this shit myself it's just it's better if i do it like you know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, bro, I'm very, like, even with the album art, it, it, that wasn't even like a conscious, like creative decision. It was just like, I don't have the time, like let my time be spent doing something different for this song. Uh, I'll do this in five minutes. You know what I mean? Most of my album covers were that it was just, fuck my name, bro. G the rapper was because I was spending so much time trying to think of a fucking name. It was preventing me from putting the music that I had out. 
and I said, I, I, whatever the fucking name is, the music's going to be good or it's not going to be good. The name is, you know, you could, it's semantics with the name. So I said, all right, G the rapper, because I'm, I'm done. I spent like three months, I had like four or five songs that I was sitting on and had like three months of just what should my fucking name be that I put these songs out under, you know? And at some point I'm like, I'm going to eventually hate these songs. I'm wait, waiting so long. You know what I mean? It's just about where you put your fucking energy, you know? Yeah, and, you know, I had heard a Currency interview the other day. Um, I don't know if you've listened to Currency, but he probably has some of the largest discography of any rapper. And I know that, dude, yeah. he He was like, I've never listened to a song that I put out. He's like, dude, that's literally what he, he was like. I never listen to the songs. I might hear them when they're going out, like as I'm promoting them or pushing them. But he's like, beyond that, I would never, I don't have any of my songs saved. And I'm like, yo, that's a way to live. I enjoy my songs. That's why I play them. I like them. I like listening to them, right? And then the other side of that is why would you make the song if you don't like listening to it? But that's not the point is that they don't like listening to it. It's that they don't need to, to continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The point is also that it's like, it's out. So am I going to torture myself listening back and saying, fuck, I should have did this. I should have did that. That's energy that could be spent making the next one. I used to, because in the very beginning, I did that. In the very beginning, I would listen back and be like, fuck, I should have did this different. Or, like, listen to something from a couple years ago and be like, wow, I'm so much better now, whatever. But, like, Russ said this one time, too, man. The marketing for my last song is my next song. That's it, bro. I'm just in the next one mode. Um, But, yeah, man. That's what the board right behind where my laptop is sitting right now, the whiteboard that I have, is a list of the next... We're in, we're in July. I got July, August, September, October. All the songs that'll come out in those months. And then on the right-hand side is a list of all the songs that are in progress. And I've ranked them where I'm at and what is most likely to come out next. Um, and it's just... And I put the song out and I erase it off the board. I'm done. Unless it's like something like, I just dropped a video today, I'm going to market it a little bit so it's still on the board because I got shit to do. But... If I'm just dropping a, a song, like a freestyle or whatever, off the fucking board and on to the next one. What's not manage, what you can't measure what you don't manage, right? Like, and I, dude, I respect that, dude. I really respect, like, you having this organizational structure for it. Because dude, I literally run a business and I organize my own, I have my own clients. I make my own, or like, whatever. And, you know, I have help, sure. Like, I have people working for me, um, some paid, some free, like, I can organize that, and then when it comes to my music, I'm like, ah, I'll just, like, go with the flow. It's like, dude, it doesn't work, dude. And, like, dude, even the other day, I sent out my song to every single Snapchat friend that I have. Every single person, don't care. I said, block me if you don't want these. Like, block me, because they're going out. Because I'm like, yo, I love you, like, as a person. Um, I'm really glad you're my friend. I'm really glad that I know you. But this is what I'm doing. And so if you're not on board, like it's probably better because you'll watch somebody else's story that you'll actually like their music or like what they're doing. So I was honest, dude. And then I had people coming out of the woodwork said, hey, I I can't believe you've been releasing music for three or four years and I've never listened to a song. And just because I sent them one thing the other day. And then I go, what if I would have never done that? Like, what if I didn't now add that into my structure of song releases? So, man, like now, like even you saying that too, watching all these artists work ethic, watching yours, and then you like really just describing right there that structure, like gets me motivated to like, I know I have to do it, you know? I really do. Yeah, bro. It's, 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 I mean, you just said it. You're like it with everything else and it's working for you 
or it seems to be working for you with everything else, man. If I don't, if I'm not, str I mean, I have a little bit of OCD too, so like I naturally do certain shit like that. But if I wasn't structured like that, bro, I would have no, no fucking progress. I even have on the board the videos that I'm gonna do for this year, like the potential songs that I I could see doing a video for, and then in the very middle, just the just the Instagram freestyles. Like I wrote down Pride is the Devil, J. Cole. At some point I want to get around to that and rap on that. I got like half a verse written down in my phone. So at some point I'll write the other half and it'll just be a 60 second IG video. Like I just have to stay organized because otherwise shit fucking, you miss out on certain things and like, I don't know. I did the, lem I've been want I was wanting to do the lemon pepper freestyle for like, the song's been out forever and I just did it a couple weeks ago. And it was, it was only because I didn't have it written down. So I look at this shit every day. When I open my laptop, it's right here. Um, so yeah, man, it just keeps me, I don't know, it just keeps me organized. I don't know what I would, I, I've, I actually, no, I, I know what I would be without it. Where I was a couple years ago, not being fucking organized, you know? Um, yeah, I, and it's also good to, like, in my in-progress section... I don't know, that's a confidence booster too. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, eleven. I have tw I have a dozen songs in my in progress section. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven on my scheduled side. So nine nineteen songs. It's just a fucking confidence booster for me. Even if I wind up hating six of them. You know? Dude, I don't know. No, dude, it is. It's you know what it is too? Every time I start recording again and writing, I go, Why did I stop? This is so I love this. And like I stop because I put other things like same thing with like the album art or something. It's like I just start putting other things in front of those things, right? And it's like Yeah. Dude, it's like you gotta get real it's hard, like, man. with you. <laughs> it's, you know? It's time man, management. Truth. I also have I mean, you'll appreciate this too after you just saying I don't know if I don't know if you could see that top half of my phone. I have an Android. Uh -huh. Those are alarms. I schedule reminders and alarms for everything I need to do. I mean, I'm also a fucking pothead. Let's let's be honest. Shout out to legalization. Uh, <laughs> for real. <laughs> for real, bro. But yeah, man, if I didn't have this shit, if I didn't have this shit, um, I would never get anything done. I set reminders for literally everything. Yeah, that's my, cal that's, um, that's my calendar. So, some oh, days shit. Are, okay, yeah, you, know, you too. Some days are not like... And you have like, you know, whatever, a Tuesday, it might be filled. Like, yeah, same yeah. Thing. yeah. And then, so I do calendar and, and daily notebook. Um, so, oh, nice. Um, the notebook doesn't happen every day, uh, but it does happen when I have a lot of things to do because I really, the calendar is big stuff. Um, I don't, I'll go hour by hour or, or kind of two hour blocks with that. And then the little smaller mm. stuff, the breakdown goes on the paper. Um, mm. but, Okay. The phone is magic, though. I mean, it's so much better just to have that reminder where you go, oh, I do have to do that. It's right there. It's on it. Yeah, bro. Even I, I'll set reminders to reset the alarm for later. Mm -hmm. Like, it'll just be something in my head. Like, literally, bro, everything. Like, I'll, I'll schedule a fucking haircut appointment and set a reminder in the morning. Like, remember, you got to leave work at this time, bro. Because otherwise, I just, yep. I just, at any point in time, I got a million things running through my fucking brain so that's why i was telling you before like the podcast thing just dropped off because i just weighed everything out and was like i want to do it but not right now how you many know? um episodes did you do um four or five i think i had chris four i had my boy chris my friend alex um sean and you did you yeah um 
like did you was there anything you that happened with you doing the podcast that like you didn't expect or like did you have an expectation of the podcast kind of when you i'm just did a podcast for my entire life so like i am always curious um like just different i've been a part of a lot of them so like i always like to know people's kind of you know philosophy before they went in and then once they started interviewing people kind of how that went um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I don't know if I had any like expectations because I wasn't really trying to make it about anything. I was just I literally was just listening to the Joe Budden podcast and was like, I can do this. I could bullshit with somebody for an hour. Uh, people that I fuck with, you know what I mean? I, I'm, I can't fake anything, but people that I fuck with, we could just talk. And like you said, I, I didn't make a list. You didn't make a list like we could just bullshit. Um, I, my only expectation was in doing it. I was hoping that my like conversation skills developed more and just a natural and it definitely did for a little while um but i also had the expectation of doing it in person so once that was out the door it was literally the worst fucking timing like i was planning on doing it march of 2020 april of 2020 was was me saying i'm gonna do one of these a month and my plan was get 10 of you to do it in three months and then chill till november that was my original intention. And then COVID fucked that whole thing. And I was like, this isn't as... If, if it if it was going to be that strenuous to find guests and do it and, and have to feel like, all right, I told myself one a month and now I'm on a fucking deadline because I didn't get to stack them like I wanted to. Then it just, at that point, it just gave me too much anxiety and it was like, all right, time management. You know yeah, I, mean? I think I'm actually trying to create resources to like help people continue their podcasts um, because oh, yeah, shit. so I have a podcast, so I have my business and then I have a company or I have a podcast, a company podcast, right? Um, so the business is called Podcast Principles. It's podcast launch and podcast editing and production strategy, things like that. But then I created Podcast Principles, the podcast that's all about podcasting. So like I want to bring somebody on, like I want to find search for somebody and I'm not saying like I'm not sure if i'm really the person to like find it like to go through that and like all right cool like if somebody wanted to like i know you could start yours up like that like it would be nothing like you know so many people it's like really covid same thing for me i stopped during covid too um but yeah to people who like i who did like these episodes like a ton of episodes right and then stop for some reason um i want to try to like make something for that i think artists need that too i think artists need it too dude it's like it's so hard and with the podcast you start going once you start getting into the editing which you did you go, oh my god, dude! This thing's like an hour long. Like, <laughs> this is, dude. A song is three minutes, dude. That's that. You can automate every track on that song, and it's not going to take you that long. Imagine automating every track on a pot. It's like, whew. listening back to it, and I was like, fuck. So now, I mean, no offense, like we had a great oh, conversation yeah. for however long it was, but listening back to it, I was like, fuck. I have to listen back to this whole thing to edit it the right way. I was like, this is even more time. I can't even multitask because I'm, I'm literally. I'm like the king of multitasking, bro. Like, I'll try to get in, like, you know, an hour of video games to relax. But at the same time, I'm doing something else on my other screen. Because I got, like, fucking three TVs in my room. So, like, I couldn't even multitask with it. Because I needed to focus on everything. And I was like, fuck, man. This is so time-consuming. I think that's a great idea, though, bro. I think there's definitely a ton of people that um, are, like, this close away from being good. And it's, it's just something that's preventing them uh, some kind of resource or some kind, or just an extra set of uh, eyes and hands, really, you know? 
Um, that's a great fucking idea, though. Bro. Yeah, because it's like Good I want to be able to help people that can't work with me too. That's the thing, you know. Like that's where really where that would come in. Because um, like if I work with them, I could probably help them a lot because I take a lot off their plate. But then, hey, if you're doing a grassroots bootstrap podcast and you don't have sponsors off the bat or like you don't have disposable income to throw into it for a team of people, that's it too, man. I have six people working on this podcast. Like not every day, not even every week sometimes, but in you know within audio video intros outros graphics music sponsor like adds up producer you know because i do in person as well um and dude I'll, i will tell you this though do the in person and, re- and and start like when you do go back try the in person is like nothing else man it's like um especially if you have a headphone amp like i just got a headphone amp so now we can both be in the headphones and uh, just joe rogan style just tapped in um because that was always my motivation man that's but that's kind of, you know, that was always my motivation. I'm, I, bro, I have yeah. the setup. I could do everything, bro. Because I, uh, I originally bought stuff with the intention of doing me, Aaron, Sean, and uh, our boy Edwin um, in my house. All four of us were going to do like a Joe Budden style thing. So I have enough equipment to do in person with probably four or five people and have everybody in the headphones. I, got, I just use my amp that I use for recording. Um, oh, actually, I have a... a like a mix board too, an even bigger one that'll put a bunch of jacks in. Um, yeah, so I have all the equipment. It's just about getting around to it and actually, at that point, it's like people's schedules got to fucking line up and like it's hard. Because uh, honestly, I would much rather do a group. I would much rather do a weekly uh, just bullshit with the same group of people than have to find guests every time. Um, but it was literally just not being able to get people's schedules to align to do the group thing. Um, you know, you need people that are equally invested in it and you need people that don't have other shit on their plate too. Um, so yeah, um, I'm definitely going to do the in-person thing. Yeah. At some point, bro. Cause I have all the shit. It's just a matter of getting somebody here and doing it. Yeah, no, and, definitely. Um, I'm telling you some, and once you start doing it, you'll see it's like nothing else, man. It's, it's really uh, it's a different experience. Um, and I, it's when I stopped, like as as you said for when covid happened i realized that i could have continued to do zoom but i just feel like like this zoom like this is great but it's like once you do four in a row then you go like all right um sh- that's what i did that's exactly yeah. what i did bro i did <laughs> yeah, all four of them in a row that, and i was like even thinking about that, that was, that's so funny <laughs> no that's what i did that's what i did i did four of them in a row and i was like fuck man i wanted to do this in pro- i wanted to smoke with one of these yeah. guys before we did this i didn't want to do the wine thing like this i wanted to literally have a bottle and introduce it and be like yo we're both going to drink this and the first 10 minutes is just going to be talking about if it's good or not you know what i mean real like, vino like with Gino. the real vino with Gino. the whole the whole concept was out the window, bro. Me and you were just drinking over Zoom with a fucking thing And then thing you got to the coordinate, all right, go out and get a bottle of this. It's like, all right, it's at that point. I didn't want to break, yeah, exactly. I didn't want to break anyone's balls <laughs> and tell them to go get a bottle of fucking wine. You know what I mean? Sean was in California yeah. when we did uh, ours. Time, He's not going to find zone. it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't have the same wine. No, nah, dude, they have know. like freaking wine that's grown like two miles away, you know? Right there, yeah, oh for God. real. It's probably better, actually. I didn't think of Dude, that. Dude, I wanted to, uh, I want to get into your real estate, man. Like, what, uh, you know, what kind of motivated you to uh, go in that direction, and and what and what are you just so we can give people some value as far as like, hey, if you want to get into it, uh, what kind of program? You don't even have to say like the exact name if you don't want to, but um, you know, what kind of program are you going through as far as learning that, and like, what was that? Uh, what was that? What sparked for you when you were like, okay, I think this is something that aligns with me. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple things, bro. Um, 
I've always, I don't know, my my real like um, desire for this is way down the line. Like I have uh, way more interest in eventually being able to flip homes and like invest in properties than I do just the short term of selling houses and apartments to people. Um, even though I'm getting more interested in that as I'm just learning about shit. But the original spark was a couple things. Um, one of my girlfriend's friends became a real estate agent and told me how not easy it was, but what it entailed. And it didn't seem like anything out of my ability. Um, just the, the fact that you can pretty much freelance and it's flexible and you can make your own schedule. And it's pretty much based on how hard you work is how much money you'll be able to get. I'd like that aspect. Um, the housing market right now. I know a bunch of people that are, have decided to take this path, and I've just heard a bunch of people's stories on how much money they've made the first couple years or whatever. So money was definitely a motivator. Um, but yeah, bro, I don't know. As a as I'm getting into it, I'm liking it more and more. And like I said, I'm keeping my eye on like the long term of. I'd really be into a decade, a decade and a half from now or maybe even sooner, depending on how shit plays out, uh, being able to invest in properties and fit and flip them and fix them up either myself or with people that I know to hire to, you know, I've been working in the tile business since I was 17. I've been a warehouse guy at a tile store. I know a bunch of contractors. I know people that lay tile. You know, I have a friend who, who, uh, is an electrician. I have another friend who's going to school to be a plumber. Like, who knows down the line, I could fucking buy something and have everyone in my immediate circle be, uh, enriched or benefited from that You know what I mean And it's a benefit for me too Because you know people And you just see You know I don't know it, it was Like I said It's a combination of things The flexibility of it And the fact that I don't mind saying the school either um, It's all online It's uh, it's called Kovat, Kovat School K-O-V-A-T-S School um, He's like a young He's like a young dude I think he's in his early mid-30s um, Who's also an active real estate agent And it's it was relatively cheap too. It wasn't that bad. It's a 12-week course. I do it two nights a week and in 12 weeks I'll be done and then you take the school test, then you take the state test and if you pass both of those, uh you have your license. So, yeah, it didn't seem like um there there wasn't anything I had to weigh out as far as like am I wasting time or is this a risk financially or whatever. It wasn't relatively expensive. It doesn't take that long. Uh I'll spend a couple weeks stu- the class um What's today's date? Class will be over in like three weeks, my last class. Um, and yeah, we'll see. By, by If everything goes good and I pass the tests uh, first time, I'll have my license by middle of September. And I started this shit in like the end of June. So where's the fucking... Yeah. It was kind of like a no-brainer. It was kind of the same decision that, that I said, I got to learn to mix and master because it's like, I can't... Like, sorry, but I spent $1,000 on a four-song EP. I can't... I have no other fucking choice. You know, um, with all the upside that you can make financially uh, in real estate, it just seemed like a no-brainer. Yeah, I I know I understand the power of it. My grandpa had like multiple houses. Um, my aunt and uncles have multiple houses. My cousins now do it. Um, my parents didn't do it, so I feel like with me, I'm like, okay, 
why didn't they do it? Okay, maybe they just didn't have the financial uh, really know-how, or re- like maybe th- I feel like they you can ha- you don't need a lot of financial resources if you do it a certain way. Like you could figure it out, right? Like or over time develop the financial resources because that's a goal that you set. So I looked at basically skipping it, skipping a generation of my family and going, okay, now I'm not gonna let I- I'm gonna be doing it now and then teach my kids, you know. So. Um, and I know it's hard. That's the thing. I know it is difficult. Um, but I know the margins are solid. I mean, that's why these, you know, shows exist with these people making X amount off a deal. You oh know? yeah. <laughs> I love those. Yeah. Shows. I mean, it was, uh, like, it was mainly, like I said, it was just the flexibility of it too. Like right now I have a job that's relatively flexible, um, as far as hours and just like, as long as the work is done, I can pretty much come in and leave whatever times I want. Making the so, videos at your job and shit. I'm like, okay, he's definitely like got a decent s- setup right there. Like, yeah, bro. I can, you know, it's pretty flexible. And when we're dead, we're dead. And there's not much I can do. I could sweep for the 10th fucking time, but there's not much I could do. So like, I was just like, you know what? While I have this job, let me do some other shit that will open up avenues down the road. You know what I mean? Like before COVID, like the summer before COVID, I was just bartending once in a while. I just wanted to learn how to bartend. Like, yeah, it's been a minute. So if I did it again, I would need like a day or two to get back. But like, I just wanted to learn. Like after the real estate uh, license, my next plan is to get uh, my CDL, commercial commercial driver's license. Um, My father's done that his whole life. He's driven a bus in the city. He's driven trucks in the five boroughs his whole life. Um, he just recently got a job with a movie studio. They make great money, bro. A, a truck driver for a movie studio makes $68 an hour. Yo, if I can get a CDL and he's in the union or whatever, and I think it's like five years or seven years or something before you can uh, then like ask to bring somebody on... If in seven years I have my CDL and he asked to bring me on, I'll take a year or two working 80 hours a week to bring home fucking 250 grand. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm just doing shit now while I have the job that allows me to um, for down the road. You know what I mean? Maybe even after the New Jersey real estate license, I was thinking also seeing what the process is to get the New York one, too. If I can hold both, I would imagine you can hold both. Um... But I don't know if I have to go through a whole new course or I could just, like, take their test and learn the difference between New York and I don't know how it works. But that's going to be my next goal, too. Like, while I have the job and the flexibility, like, let's just get some some shit under the belt, you know? Yeah, so you really do have a kind of multifaceted drive. Like, you don't want to – you're not, like – you're. I feel like you're kind of like me, man. Like, I just – I – the problem is with me, I like too many things and I want to, like, do them. But then it's like, dude, like I was talking about this on the last couple of podcasts too. How many things can you really do? Three or four things maybe and have a relationship, which I know you have one too. Like, Yeah, that's a whole nother job. I have <laughs> yeah, two jobs currently. Yeah. I'm about to get a third job. Yeah. I say that all the time and not to be like an asshole. You know, I, I say it all the time. Like, And it's a good thing. It should be. It should be. You should give that person that much attention that it becomes another job just as far as time management mm. is concerned, you know? work man um, i mean it's just work i mean that's what it is it's, it's like if you want it to if you it's not just work but if you want it to work out <laughs> backtrack, backtrack yeah right oh no just vicky work. i'm sorry no i she, <laughs> no, no so like i already canceled myself like i can never get like a corporate job because of this fucking podcast so like now like my and my girlfriend knows what i say so it's like you know she doesn't watch them like religiously or anything but like she doesn't give a fuck yeah yeah, yeah i, just yeah, I know me. dude it's funny though like as a disclaimer <laughs> 
So not even for you. I know you know, but, um, you know, as people listen, they're like, oh, my God, did he just say that? Like, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is not the podcast for you. OK, um, for real. If, if that's what you're saying. But no, it really is. If you want it to um, if you want it to work out, you're going to have to do work. Like, that's what I tell her all the time. That's what she know. Like, that's what we agreed on. You know, like it's not going to just fucking it's not just poof like your relationship lasts forever it's amazing you know it's like that's yeah so it is work it is another time investment and now i will tell you this sean does not agree have the same mindset as us when it comes to this oh yeah really? so like that's what it was interesting I, honestly to. i didn't listen i didn't listen to the episode with him i just saw the clips that you posted no yeah no it's all good um, man um dude we do one a week there's like so many episodes it's but i would suggest it just because especially because you know him but also he really like went in on that podcast like we went in and i was he was blowing my mind but anyway like we that came up you know and it comes up a lot when you talk about time management it's just it's in the conversation or if you talk about life so what was his what was his take exactly his take was you're just know that you're wasting your time kind of like that's just kind of what he said and i'm like i don't look at it like that but i do understand what you're saying like you're like for me it's not wasting time but maybe for him in certain relationships it was and he knows though the fact of the matter is though if you did spend that time on yourself you would get better but you will get better in a different way than if you get better in a relationship with somebody else yeah, I would argue that you don't know if that person can make you better. I would also argue, just playing devil's advocate, not, you know, whatever works for you works for you. Um, and also, I don't know, my intent has always, I, I thought about this the other day. I don't remember, I don't remember how it came up. I thought about this the other day. Every relationship I've ever been in, and I haven't been in many, um, was with the intent i've never been one to like fuck around i've never been one to waste i mean at least in my adult life like whatever i did in junior high school and probably even most of high school i was probably a prick and i'm sorry um but in my adult life it's never been with any other intent than to be with that person forever you know what i mean like whatever relationship i was in when i was younger and right this second I always looked at it like what Sean just said. Yeah, you are wasting your time if you don't think this will be permanent. But if you have the mindset or you date with the expectation of not, I'm trying to find somebody to fuck. And I'm not saying he's doing this. But if, if the mindset is just, I'm dating this person with the understanding that this will be a forever thing. Whether it is or not, it's not then a waste of time. You know what I'm trying to say? I've, and, I, and, I've, and I never realized, because a lot of guys, and, you know, some people will fucking call you pussy and shit in the comments. A lot of guys wouldn't admit that. But even at, like, 18, 19 years old, I remember the girl that I was dating at the time. It was like, this is going to be forever. Because if it's not, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I doing shit that I don't want to do? Why are we compromising? Fuck off. I'll do my own thing. Unless the mindset is... This is going to be forever. So I agree with him that it is a waste of time unless you have the mindset of like, no, this is going to be permanent. So it's not a waste of time. We're growing together. We're doing this together. And I've always, for as long as I can remember, have had that mindset. You know yeah, what I mean? I never, I have that mindset now, but it's only because I'm with my current girlfriend. Like I didn't have the mindset before her, but she really, not that she said, this is, you have to think like this. She just made it apparent that that's what her priority was. And I go, oh, she's not crazy. 
she just wants this to last. I'm like, oh, that makes sense, you know? And it's like, yeah, because like when you think about it, it's like, oh, you could just be that guy or feel that way and go, oh, but it might not. So I won't, I don't feel that way. It's like, dude, it might not. You might die tomorrow. Like that's everything might not, you know? If you think like that, you lost already Facts. in my head. If you're thinking like that, then just break up with yep. them already because uh, it's like, uh, like, because uh, then it is a waste of time. Like Sean just mm-hmm. said, like you literally have to have the mindset of this can work forever. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, you know what I mean? Like I've, I've ended things with people that I still had genuine feelings for because I just had enough self-awareness to realize this can't be forever. So what are we going to drag this out for another year and a half? I'll be even more hurt then. So even though I still have feelings for you, this can't work because this because for X, Y, and Z reasons, this can't be forever. And that was the self-awareness of a 19 year old. You know what I mean? So like, it's I don't know. Feel- yeah. I, I, like I said, I, no, what? I was just going to say, it's feelings versus the relationship. It's like, that's why, that's a proof of concept that just the feelings won't be, is, won't keep it going. Like, the fact that you have to have the, is the other person, you know, the few other things, because there's more than one, but like, especially, is it going to be able to last? And like, are the values the same or similar enough to know that? in this amount of time, this is where we want to be roughly, you know? And like, yeah, you do. When you have that self-awareness, it's like, I really didn't have a lot of it. I feel like I had it in other areas of my life, but I was so lacking in that. And as I started to, I actually had to learn, man. Like I actually had to read about like relationships and learn about them because I never experienced, I never even knew what the normal kind of like what you're not what you're supposed to do, but you know, really what you're supposed to do. Like how, you know, how they work. I, I didn't realize that it's not just like, oh, you're just jumping in to see what happens every time, you know? <laughs> like, you can actually kind of guide it, you know? And be on the same page and, like, get better. It's like some cliche shit, but, like, really get better. Like, watch the other person get better with you, you know? That's really it. It's cliche, bro, but it's true, mm-hmm. man. It's, like, over-communication and, like, just being just honest not about on these, shit. Like, and just... on this kind of, like, fuck, like fuck these girls like whatever whatever happens dude we're young fuck it just you know be like i just don't have that mentality where just a lot of people do and they just don't think that it's that it can be real at this age or something or at this stage in life oh it no like that doesn't ever work out like anybody who even gets married at this age the last episode before this um my friend nicholas gates i dj'd uh, his wedding and they were both 23 years old they're madly in love and like i have yeah cool. dude it's awesome and like I love yeah, that. Me I don't, too. I don't look and, at that. And, and like, but I'm like, dude, you're insane. Because like, that's my natural inclination is, oh, you're crazy, right? Like, why? But then if I try to break down that thought and I go, why, why? And I go down a few layers of why, there really isn't any reason why I think that that actually makes sense. You know, it's like, why am I applying my life shit to this guy? Just because I wouldn't have the confidence to do that or the, you know, resources to do that. And then, yeah, know. it's a, it's, it's a combination of things, man. Um, I always say, like, if I had the money, it would be a whole different story. Like, if I had the money, me and my girl would be moving in already mm. together. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's other factors that play into the relationship outside of you two. And the, it, it's the time. It's whatever's going on in your life at that moment. And, like, he could be crazy at 23, but it could be the one that... What, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Don't I, I don't know. get too much you know, into it. It's like, that's the thing. Why yeah, would yeah, we yeah. know you... more than somebody else? They would know. They're doing Exactly. You know? Exactly. I, I don't, I don't ever uh, look at it like that, especially because like, 
I mean, my parents are divorced, but they were like each other's first kiss and like each other's first uh, real like relationship at like 11 and 14. And then they didn't talk until they were in their mid 20s and then got back together and got mad. Like, yeah, sure, it's not the happy ending because they got divorced too, but like shit just happens in life and you don't and at 11 and 14 my mother wasn't thinking this is going to be the, the guy that I marry in a decade and a half and have kids with and then eventually like you know what I mean shit just happens so you can't uh yeah I don't know man I don't have that mindset like I said I just I've always had that and I guess I've always wanted like I've always wanted like a family I've always wanted like the house I've never I've never um been about like yo let's go out and see who can fuck the hottest chick to i don't those words have never left my mouth and anyone who's who's those words have left their mouth i've distanced myself from over time just naturally not even on purpose but i just don't radiate towards that energy you know what i mean um yeah i don't yeah. value the and, and, no sorry what were you gonna say no, I was going to say that wasn't me saying like everyone who th doesn't think like me thinks like that. I don't I wasn't like uh putting anyone in another box, but I'm just saying that that was never my oh, it's values, fucking mentality. Dude, it's just your values. You know? Like same thing for me. I don't value randomly hooking up with people. Like I value a greater a larger connection with one person. But that's just what I like. Like other people might want to have one person here, one person there, one person here, because they like this constant excitement or whatever, the spark all the time, or like always being something always being new. But that's more of like, dude, I just realized that, like, I've done that. It complicates the shit out of everything and it makes it harder on me and it actually wastes more time in the end, you know? I, so I was just going to say, harder on you. The thought of that gives I me know. anxiety. We were yeah. just saying a relationship is a job. I'm going to have seven yeah, jobs. It's like, Guys that do that shit, it's like, dude, I'm also exhausted by your fucking... Yeah. I disagree with your lifestyle, and I'm exhausted by yeah. it, and it gives me and anxiety. And keep doing you, like, though, you know, like, at <laughs> yeah, the end yeah, of that. Yeah, <laughs> and keep, whatever, whatever works, bro. At the end of it, Stay just, away from mine, or I'll break your fucking straight face. Straight up, dude, it's like, dude, I just say, you can look, just don't touch, that's all. That's all. Um, dude, yeah, you gotta, do you know it's amazing? It's like, I talked to somebody about this, too, the other day, it's like, you will literally be at a bar or somewhere with your girl and they'll still get hit on with you like right there. Like, it's just like amazing to me. I have just never been that guy either where I'm like, and I don't want to put myself on a high horse. I've never fucking hit on somebody's girl or, or whatever when they're, but no, I haven't when they're fucking right next to the, like there, dude, yeah. like it's, it's just, it's amazes me sometimes just the level. Hey, some people have a different philosophy for this shit, dude. Yeah, man. Um, that's, that's, that's fine. <laughs> that's why I limit. That's why I'm. That's why I'm very mindful of where I go out, uh, because I got a fucking temper, and now we can get in some real trouble because we're closer to thirty and not sixteen anymore. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, I try to not. Uh, Maybe you got to yeah. do some meditation. That's, I'll leave. I'll leave it at that. I, I I have a little bit. I've actually slacked now that you've said that. I haven't in like the last two weeks, and I bought the year long fucking Headspace membership. Oh, that's supposed to fucking so put really, you over that. That's supposed to make you uh really want it. Then you that, bought into it. You that was my yeah it. yeah I know. That was the thought process. I spent sixty bucks. I was like fuck. Now every time I don't meditate, I have to be like yeah, but you paid for it, you asshole. You gotta you know? actually want it, man. Like, uh, the, dude, you have to like actually love it, enjoy. It. It's like, dude, I hate it, but I do it every day. Like, I don't hate it. I love it some days, and I hate it other days. And other days, it's it seems like a waste of time. And other days, I say I don't have time, and then I force myself to do like five minutes, and then I'm like, that was fucking worthless. And then the next day, I'll do it and be like, wow, I'm so glad I did it today. So it's like, it's like anything, yeah. dude. It's like fucking hard. 
I've been, uh, when I do it, I usually do it right before bed. And I'll do like five, ten minutes, just whatever nighttime meditation thing they have um, on Headspace. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've done it a couple times, I guess, in the car at work, like breathing and shit. Um, yeah, it's just, to me, it's really about just fitting it in the fucking schedule every day. Like, if I, I'm like a creature of habit. So like, if for the longest time when I was doing it, I was doing it at the exact same time every night. And the last thing I was doing before I went to bed, like I was just very like scheduled with it. And what probably happened was one of those nights I was out late or one of those nights I, something happened and then it only takes that one stone and then I'm off of the fucking, I'm off of that routine that I was on. And then it's three weeks later and I'm talking to you and realizing I haven't meditated. You know what I mean? So it's all um, good. It, this is supposed to happen. So now it wants you to meditation wants you back, man. It's, <laughs> yeah, I will. I will tonight now. Um, yeah, I'm a morning guy, but I fit it into morning. I'm a morning routine person um, because over the last four years, I've like tried a lot of different morning routines and different things. I've, you know, whatever it is, jumping rope, cold showers, working out, running, you know, sit ups, crunches, push ups, uh, meditation. I did the cold shower Me thing. Me too. Two weeks. I was doing that for took, a while. Two weeks I did it. Yeah. I really enjoyed the benefits. I thought it really helped. Um, and then after that, I was like, I enjoy a lukewarm shower rather than just a freezing cold. Mm. So, so I was doing, I heard someone say it on Rogan. I was doing just the first 30 to 45 seconds, a fucking cold. And then after f starting at like 30 or starting at 45, depending on how much I wanted to like take, I would start bringing the water a little warmer and then you don't even need it as hot cause you're fucking freezing. So like the middle is becomes the hot, you know what I mean? And, yo, it just made you feel like your blood just pumps and you're, like, tight. It, it was, like, feeling of, like, walking out of the gym uh, of just, like, like, I'm up, like, I'm awake, you know, and I love that. Um, but that's something else. I did it steadily for weeks and then at some point just fucking fell off and got to get back. The only things that have stuck with me now are meditation and breathing, like, this deep kind of um it's kind of like a modic modified like wim hof uh breathing which is yeah you might have heard it on joe or something like that too but um yeah so that along with the cold showers was great because like when you control your breath you can control your body temperature so like you can not after a while you start to like not get goosebumps or you really don't get cold from the cold water anymore because you use your breath to um control your body temperature so like it, people can go and like t google wim hof and like actually uh read or understand the science behind it because i really don't know i know cold shock proteins are a thing but listen i'm not i don't fucking know but yeah, it yeah, seems yeah. to work for another me another disclaimer yeah, it's like another disclaimer it seems to work for me i'm not a doctor it's yeah. like all these disclaimers 10 disclaimers in a row yeah, yeah. i'm not a psychiatrist i'm a rapper it's like what yeah, why yeah, are you yeah. giving advice why the yeah. fuck are you taking yeah, my advice dude. Um, but dude yeah i know um like it seems uh back to the music um before we wrap man i definitely want to touch on that like it seems like you do as we said you do release a lot um as far as like your writing goes like where do your where are your ideas coming from um are they just randomly kind of is it random and then how do you start that uh a song off that is it a, for me it's like a sentence or a word usually and that that'll help me and then a beat and combine those together and i build a song off it um always always curious to know artist process man yeah, I mean, it really depends, bro. It, it literally depends on what's going on. Like, the last song that uh, I just put out and the, the music video that I just dropped today is for a song called Control. And that was literally because the name of the beat was Control. And the first thing I thought of was um, I played the beat, and the first thing I thought of was just a chorus with the word Control in it. 
And I said, I need control over all the things that I let roll over. Me in a past life, but that ain't how we gone forward. So if you need me, but don't know how to, uh, no. So if you need me, but don't know where I'm at, it's probably because I want to keep it like that. And then it just became control. And then the verses were just tailored around. And it was literally just the word from the beat. Like, I would imagine same thing with you. The beat was fucking call back. And you sent me back easy to call. And I was like, oh, word. That's 100% what I would have done. You know what I mean? And like, honestly, the, the list of the in-progress songs that I have on my board are not my titles. They're the beat's title. I, I don't name it until it's done. For the most part. Um... But it'll be tailored around something or it'll even just be a word that something that I overheard or so, like, I don't know, man, it's a combination of things. I'm like, a, I'm like really nerdy with the wordplay, too. So um, I could just have a couple bars that say something and then I'll tailor the whole thing around those just because I really like that four bars. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a complete combination of things. I'm trying to think the next song I got coming out is called By Your Side. And same thing, the beat was called By Your Side, and the chorus is, I'm always going to be by your side, baby, to the end of time. Like, it's just, it was just tailored around that. Um, I'm very similar, man, and I knew but, once we worked on that song that I was like, yep, he's in the same, like, we just clicked, like, I'm same, like, exactly kind of what you described is, I do very similar thing um sometimes i do have an idea but it's pretty rare that i start with just an idea and then create lyrics off them you know mostly is a little spark of something or the beat now and i really end up saving those i really end up not naming them because i don't want to lose them <laughs> i don't want to lose them in the sea like i just type in the beat name there's the song all right great yeah That's my reference. yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the same <laughs> i'm the same way bro i'm the same way um and it was also just like the the process has like evolved over time too you know what i mean like from just rapping to making songs now it's a little different um i'm focused on the lyrics still but there are also times where i'll be like i don't know what this is going to be about or what i want to call it but it's going to be this type of song i want this to be more melodic i want this to be more like love lyrics i want this to be more rapidy i'm going to be a cocky prick in this one like i it, at the very least, I go into it with, you know what? I haven't dropped a song that sounds like this in a minute. Let me do this kind of whatever. And then I'll search out a beat that sounds more like something that I can pour my heart out on. Or like, you know what I mean? Like the next song is called By Your Side. Uh, it's coming out in August. And it's like a song that I wrote just about my girl. Just thinking about, it's not like so like specific. Like I'm not like naming or like telling details about anything. But it was just with her in mind the whole time. And you can hear that and you can feel that. And, you know, that was something that I went and said, let me find a beat that sounds like something I can do this to. And then I found By Your Side. And I was like, yo, that's fucking perfect. By Your Side. Let me think of a quote. And it's just, it just evolves into... Same thing when you sent me... When you sent me back Easy to Call, I don't even think I had anything written. And then I started tailoring it around... Call, like I mentioned, like call back, uh, fall back, like my man rainy days. Like, like I just mentioned shit about. Um, I forgot how that fucking verse went. You're only one bad day me away from being me. I'm relentless. I'm relentless, girl. I'm ruthless. Call, call me easy G. Like that was just that. You didn't call me back, uh, and I told you that first line was a was a fucking. I'm also a nerd, bro. I also just remember shit, and I'm also a fucking nerd. So like that first line was. Um, 
from a comic and from an animated show that Joker says to Batman. And I just threw it. Bro, there's, if you're a superhero nerd, there are so many hidden superhero metaphors and subliminals in, my, in all of my music. And that was you just one talk of them. About, you're, you're only one. You want to talk about target audience? There it is. I mean, I, I mean, it's superhero nerds who also like hip hop. There you go, brother. Yeah, for you real. Just, there it is. For real, I should. I should. Yeah. The 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 song that I dropped, Almighty Freestyle. I really like um, the beat for that, by the way. That was. Um, that had like. Was that, that was the again? one. With, the, I might be mistaken. It has horns in it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's horns. Yep. Yeah, and that was that was James again. That was Dude, Perez. I love that. Uh, the same one that made callback. He's fucking awesome, bro. And and he, like you just said, your guy knows your sound better than you do. I said to him, bro, I kind of want to like go off on something. Give me something that sounds like Russ's flute song, like the. <laughs> so he got he did the horns and he did something that I can go off to. And I was like, oh, this is dope. And then I wrote some shit, and it had like three bars about Thor. And a bar about I'm Loki, like Loki or some shit. And um, what was the other one? A bar about uh, I could hold the hammer the whole time, like Cap, like Captain America that could pick up the hammer in Endgame. Like I just threw all these things. And then it just became a song with that. And then all my marketing was I did the reface with me as Thor. And I did the fucking gifs on Instagram with Thor swinging the hammer. And it was also a metaphor for I'm swinging my hammer around in this song. Like I'm fucking being a dick. You know, like, I don't know. It's just a combination of shit that can uh, inspire me or have me go down a certain path. Um, yeah, bro. But yeah, those, those catch me with the superhero bars. <laughs> yeah, for real. And I, dude, I love these breakdowns too, because now people can go in like, definitely if you haven't listened to them, definitely go listen to the songs and I'll have them in the description. I'd love to use one even, um, on the intro and outro too. Um, Angelo wouldn't mind. He does, uh, he does our intro and outro song. Uh, but, but whenever I no, whenever I've artists on like say Benny, like I want to, you know, I like to throw those songs in there. Cause you know, if you like, you have like one of those catchy hooks or something that somebody catches and then they're like, Oh, like that song. And then, that's what gets people, man, a lot of the times. But, um, you know, as far as, you know, you just dropped a video, definitely going to, I'll link that in the description as well. But what, you know, what's next for you? What's on the horizon for, for your music? Uh, where you're looking to go? Singles, albums, EPs? Yeah, man, I'm honestly, there? I'm just sticking with singles, bro. I'm just sticking with um, the, Rust, the Russ mentality Rust of like, no one is really, li like, don't get me wrong. I've seen people listen to certain shit and like gravitate towards some songs more than others. Um but I also haven't spent much money marketing it either, and I recognize that. So for right now, it's just putting out singles, bro, and just trying to get better. And um, my mindset is, like, I can continue to get better, and then two years from now, I can still go back and market easy to call if I really wanted to. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter just because it came out a while ago. I can re-release. I can throw back. I can go back and market it. I can do a video later. So right now, the focus is literally just get better at this and make more money outside of this to put into this that's like my only two because you get too fucking philosophical it, like at some point you become hypocritical when you try to get too much shit into your head about this is how i have to live and this is how i like literally bro get better at making music make more money and see what the fuck happens you know, Sounds like the right mindset to me. I'm I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. And uh, treating it like a businessman and really realizing that it is one and that you are a product and that um, G the Rapper is 
is a product and you Gino are a person um, but your artist is an artist like you as an artist is you're an artist so you know to treat that and then like a business that's going to be um, that's going to allow you to break through to the next level um, because you know that's that's what artists do who are who make money and who are you know get charted and get on playlists or whatever it is yeah you know? it's 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 really brand uh, brand f- but I've tried to like I've tried to like keep that i don't want to say separate but like in in saying like i don't give a fuck like you said before people are either going to look at you and like you or look at you and not like you i'm not leaving any room in the middle and not leaving any room in the middle relieves you of the of so much of the like wasted time worrying about certain shit like you're absolutely right you're a business you're a brand you're an artist but at the end of the day like you're fucking human and people are going to fuck with you or people aren't and that's not up for me to decide you know what i mean true let the art speak for itself and just do and let everything else kind of you know like basically have two different levels of focus like there are two different fo- things to focus on you make the art that's number one and then as well have the other shit covered too like and just make sure they don't interfere with each other and just keep doing the art and keep doing the other stuff and then eventually it's gonna come so the middle for people listening, I'm clasping my hands together from these two things coming together. Yeah, I mean you're right that that's the path. Uh, I just I get too much anxiety and too too overwhelmed thinking that far down. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, but yeah, bro, you're hundred you're hundred percent right. Yeah, you know what? I think you got to break it down from the longer. I I think it, you got to break it down from the longer one. So then it's there. You know, you'll have less anxiety. Like if you go, okay, this is my ten year goal. In five years, I want to do this. In one year, I want to do this. This is what I just got told too, um, by somebody who like is a coach who gets coached as well as far as like in their life and their businesses. Like that's what they do. They look at like a, a very far goal, say that's world tour. Then you break it down to su- to two sub goals, um, and from there, like you break it down to the task that you can do within a year, and then a month, and then a week. On a daily, um, I have it again. We'll just keep it rolling. But like on a daily. There we go. Um, on a, on a daily basis, then it's not that intimidating, you know. So hey, and I'm just speaking from what people tell me. I I I do it with my business, but I haven't really applied it to music. So hey, we'll both do it and we'll see what happens, man. We we have a great song together. Um, in my opinion, we're gonna shoot a, a, a even more dope video for it. And uh, yeah, man, and that was a lot of fun. So I'll link that below too, as well as all of your, uh, all of your music, man. But just powerful conversation that I, I really enjoy this yeah bro me too i appreciate it man i could go forever bro so let me know when you want to do this again and uh we could definitely keep going bro i got plenty of shit to say always i'll smoke a little bit before next time i'll really if you think i was ranting now wait till i get a little high <laughs> i feel you don't don't you want to do it you don't want to do that with me too because i'll just go and go same um you know and hey man come come to me next time if you can and we'll do it in person i'd love to um, we can have some, we can have some vino with Gino. We can have, um, little cheese and crackers before and, you know, um, you know, a little smoke up and we'll be chilling. Yeah, man. Once I'm done with this real um, estate thing, uh, I'll have two days back out of my week now. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a hundred percent down. I'll be down, done with that in three weeks. Like I said, I'll have the license by like September. So even like October between October and December, if you want, we could do this again. I'll come by you. Perfect, man. Um, sounds great. I, I can't wait, man. I can't wait to shoot the video too and um, just go from there, see where our music takes us. And um, what is your at um, on Instagram? Just so people who are listening, they can. So they um, it's at G the rapper, G I the rapper, uh, pretty much everywhere. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube is G the rapper TV. 
Um, and yeah, bro, that's it. Let me know what you want to link. I'll send you links if you can't find anything, or I'll just send you whatever you want, really. And thank you again for having me, bro. This was fun. Anytime, man. All of it down in the description as well. Um, and as as you know, I appreciate uh, everybody listening and watching, whether you're on YouTube or the audio platforms. Really appreciate that. Um, make sure to leave us a review if you can uh, and click subscribe or follow, depending on which platform you're on. It just helps us a lot. It helps us reach new listeners. And, you know, a shout out to the people involved in this podcast as well. Gino today for being on. I appreciate it. Uh, Tret for the production uh, when we do our in-person interviews. You know, Matt Kane, we got intro he does the intro and the outros. Uh, Ryan Kelly redesigned the logo. Angelo Fusco for the intro and outro beat as well. Uh, and Soda Rewriters, sodabeats.com, the easiest way to make hip-hop and rap beats online for free. Um, my man Mike Moore, who was on this podcast, then went out and started this company. Um, and they're, hey, man, uh, they're, they're doing a lot of good things, and they're trying to basically eliminate type beats, uh, people from just stealing type beats. So it's just, a, yeah, it's amazing. dude. And it's literally like on safari or chrome you don't have to download anything so you can just be like soda just like a soda like you drink a soda s-o-d-a so it's simplified online digital audio workstation soda so they made it soda uh soda beats so it's sodabeats.com um and honestly man like for you even like i'm not even saying this as like a plug right now but like literally just to go try it it's a lot of it's actually like fun because you understand like how the beats you know come together and stuff so especially like i yeah it's fun i'll check it out yeah and if you're ever like whatever messing around somewhere on a computer like i don't have like a freaking software you could just go in there and mess around. So a lot of fun, man. Um, all the people involved in this podcast, I appreciate it. Um, you know, you can find us sullybop.com and sullybop.com slash bopcast. That's all in the description as well. And, uh, you know, we're on all platforms, even the ones nobody uses. Gino, thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. Thank you, bro. Good talking to you. Anytime, brother. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Bobcast. I hope you got a ton of value from that episode. I know I did. If you could, I would please encourage you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Now, that is the best way uh, to gain new listeners and grow and rank on the platform so new people can listen to the podcast. So if you do have a minute, um, probably less than a minute, maybe 30 seconds of your time uh, to leave us a review, uh, that would be amazing. Thank you so much. And uh, make sure to visit sodabeats.com. It's the best way to make beats online right now easiest way uh, you can use them uh, for profit use uh, uh, no royalty fees or anything like that and uh, you get to keep the beat forever and do whatever you want with it it's great so more at sullybop.com video version on youtube you guys know the deal thank you so much i'm ryan sullivan this has been another episode of bobcast i'll see you guys on the next one this beat is by jello beats